Hey, welcome to another edition of Suitcase on the Left. My name's Nick and Brian. And my name's Brian. Yeah. And this is our fourth episode of Suitcase on the Left. Has it been four episodes already? I think so. I think so. I don't I don't know. I don't this math. Is a, this is a big one, man. This is like a like an anniversary edition or something. I feel like it is. We've we've covered a lot of topics, most of them being food related. So yeah. you know. Uh, we haven't we haven't been kicked off the internet yet. No, so even though all of our good. cussing and calling you know waitresses whores like their mothers and wow, mm-hmm. you you really want to open the show with that? Oh yeah, that's great. I've been holding it in since episode three. Even though well, I'm were, pretty sure there was a moment it. there when I thought uh, that we had been kicked off of uh, Facebook because you, you you sent me a text message and I was driving and I could only scan it. And you and all I could see was something about Facebook listened to our podcast, <laughs> and I, I didn't get the whole message. So the rest of that drive, I was thinking, "Wow, I wonder, I wonder what they thought of it." Hmm. And then I thought about that podcast, and we said some kind of disparaging things about Facebook. Uh, I don't remember exactly what it was, but something about it. So probably whores like their mothers. Yeah, that's the thing we called them that. Um. But I guess it just turned out it was a coincidental ad that appeared. Um, That's right. I don't remember what the ad was, but I remember it was something I, I kind do. of obscure, right? Like not, it, not so random. We talked about uh, Lego Star Wars. That's right, the game. And then as soon as we finished the podcast, uh, I checked my Facebook, and boom, there's an ad for Lego Star Wars. Mm. Freaking asshole facebook listening to our podcast they are well i mean hey they can listen as long as it counts as a you know as a download yeah so on a previous episode we <laughs> talked about we we and for those listening we didn't really pregame this much i just said what are you doing he's like standing at my desk and i said say no more <laughs> don't tell me don't tell don't me, tell me. <laughs> we'll talk about this on the podcast because previously uh we talked about the technology that you had ordered to to try to make it so you're mobile for the podcast. And then you drop the bomb that you wanted a desk that you have to stand at to use your computer. <laughs> so uh, it appears you have gotten your desk. So let's hear the mm. story of that. When was it delivered? How hard was it to put together? Is this the first time you're standing at it? And was I right? Are you going to sit from now on? Okay. Well, let me, those are all great questions. And I have answers for all of them. But let's, let's start at the beginning. The whole desk thing, I mean, you started this whole desk thing. I did, because I, I talked about wanting to add a third monitor, which yeah. in turn it, uh, encouraged you to buy a new desk so you could set up your second monitor that you've had in the box for probably about a year now. Maybe not Yeah, or two, yeah. So, yeah, you're talking about having three monitors and how great life is, and, mm-hmm. and I want to have four monitors. And, I'm, and you asked me, so... Tell me how many monitors you have, Brian. Yep. And I'm like, one. I bullied you. Yeah, you made me feel like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my whole computing setup is totally inadequate for the 21st century. Um, and I knew I had that monitor sitting in a box. But my desk was so small, there was not enough space to put it on there. So it sat in a box. And, uh, yeah, so that kind of made me... Say, all right, I, I want to get a new desk. And we talked about this part last time, so I won't dwell on the details. But suffice to say, 
while shopping for a desk, I got the idea of a sit-stand desk. Which is the dumbest idea I've ever heard. No, I don't think it was dumb at all. I think it was a pretty great idea. No. Can I disagree? uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if I had a standing desk at work, I would hate it. Yeah. Because I I do want to sit once in a while. But this one can be either, and so it gives me the choice, and um, it's everything I hoped it would be. So, so, so let me let me uh, let me describe the process to you. Yes. Uh, so I ordered ordered the desk last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it arrived to my surprise um, on Saturday. Hmm. Wasn't expecting a delivery on Saturday, but it arrived on Saturday. So I hauled it inside. I thought about setting it up on Saturday. Um, but then a storm came through and a radio station went off the air, actually two of them. And I, I had to deploy to fix that problem. And by the time I got back, uh, it was kind of late and I really didn't feel like assembling a desk. So this morning my phone rang <laughs> at sometime before 6am, oh. uh, because of an, another power problem at another transmitter site and the transmitter site called me just to say, hey, we're on generator power, just so you know. Great. Uh, so since I was up, I figured uh, I'll just stay up. So I, I puttered around for a little while and then decided to assemble the desk. Mm-hmm. And uh, I probably didn't spend more than an hour, maybe an hour and a half. Um, and, and that includes the time it took me to haul the old desk out to take all the stuff off of it, kind of take it apart so it was in small enough sections that I could, you know, toss it out the front door, mm-hmm. um, you know, unboxing and all that stuff. And so the the total assembly time wasn't wasn't very much. No, it doesn't sound bad at all. Mm-mm. And it wasn't too difficult. It went together well. I, I think it was well well designed, manufactured. There were no, like, this doesn't fit or they're missing a screw or any of that stuff. Um, so it's pretty solid. It's mm-hmm. minimalistic frame underneath. It's two legs that have a, you know, like a long foot on each one. So it gives it nice stability. Um, the, it has a motorized, uh, lifting mechanism and, uh, it's got a nice red, like cherry finish. So it kind of matches some other furniture that I have here in my house. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it looks great. It looks clean and and looks smart and um, works well. But here's the best part of all. You asked about the sitting and standing thing. Um, what I found was I've got a I've got a dining room table that's not really designed to be a dining room table, but I use it as a dining room table. And when I made that decision to use it as a dining room table, I had to go out and find chairs for it um, that had the same kind of red cherry finish, but it's a tall table, like a, like a project table. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's not desk height. It's not table height. It's like bar height, right? Like a high top at a restaurant. Right. So you sit on like a stool. And since this one's fully adjustable from, ridiculously high to almost uncomfortably low. Um, I found that dragging one of these nice comfy stools over here 
and sitting at it is kind of cool. Interesting. I kind of like it. I like it better than the office chair, and I think I like it a little better than standing. It's kind of a kind of a halfway. You know, you're kind of standing, um, but you're not. Well, that's pretty neat. Mm. So, how it's mechanical, right? The up and down part. There's a motor that lives in the uh, crossbar part that that spans like you know the the width of the desk between mm-hmm. the legs. Mm-hmm. So in there is like there's a motor and there's some uh, you know some gears and and a, a little gearbox that you know turns the you know the the rotary motion from being horizontal to being vertical and then it, it drives the there's probably gears i guess inside the legs interesting well that's pretty neat so so you're not standing at the table right at the moment i have it adjusted for my uh stool my bar stool so i was right essentially well i was standing at it before you want me to stand at it uh yeah i would appreciate that i think jackass okay <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's the other another thing that was unexpected. Um, can you hear the motor? A little bit. It's not too bad, though. Um, the the ones I was looking at at IKEA, you had to press the button and hold it, right, mm-hmm. for the desk to move. So you hold it, hold it, hold it until it either reaches the end of the travel or until you let go. This one, a single press. And it starts moving in that direction. You can you can press again to have it stop where it is, or you can just walk away and it'll stop when it gets there. Ah. So I wasn't expecting that, but I kind of like it. Yeah. No, I think that's good. So you also ordered an accessory to make one of the cable holes into uh, what power outlets or something? Yeah, I did. And um, you know that was probably. Something I should have waited to order. To see if you actually like. Well, to see if I really needed it because I found that the two holes that are in this desk are both very useful for feeding cables down. Hmm. And if I turn one into a power outlet, then I lose the ability to fish cables down it. Oh. So I kind of like it. What I'm thinking about doing is um, fastening a power strip to the underside of the of the table of the desk mm-hmm. and then just fish all the power cords down there and plug them all in and then do the, all the cable management to keep all that up nice and high um and then you know there'll just be not a single cord going down because there are other signals there's like a i have a like my my speaker system has a part that sits on the floor that's the main part of it. Mm-hmm, it and it also has the subwoofer in it and, and whatever. So there's going to be cables from that thing that are going to have to come up. But, yeah, there won't be a lot. There won't be a lot going between the floor and the desk if I can just put a power strip up underneath there. Well, that's pretty awesome. So did you set up your second monitor? Um, it is. It's here. It's on the desk. But it's not functioning yet because... Um, I have to get an adapter to make it work. Uh, I have to get a mini display port to DVI adapter. Good old Mac. Mm-hmm. Which I've already ordered, and it's <laughs> on its way. It'll be here Wednesday. 
Uh, that's funny. We may have to do another podcast. We might, just so you can tell me if you... Well, you use two monitors at work, so it's not like this will be the first time you've ever encountered dual monitor setup. True. Um, this These two monitors are not even close, even though they're both Apple products, um, because the new, quote, new monitor mm-hmm. is actually a fairly old model, um, although when I opened the box, it was like new in the factory wrappings it had all the factory you know foam coverings the plastic parts the protectors and all that stuff all that stuff was there but it's a model that's probably more than five years old yeah it'd be as if you went to ebay and bought uh a past or like a like old stock like leftover stock of something yeah so it's like it's like a 20 inch monitor I guess it's their 20-inch cinema display. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a nice monitor from, from what I can tell, but it looks nothing like my 27-inch iMac that I bought, you know, last year or a couple of years ago. Oh, so you're going to have a 27-inch monitor and a 20-inch monitor. Yeah. Oh, God, that's going to yeah, be they, unbearable. Yeah, they're not even close to looking like the same thing. Well, my, my three monitors are different sizes. I don't know which is which, but I can tell they're different sizes. Uh, and the colors are different on each of them, like the the coolness and heat and the saturation and all that crap is different. So I understand what you're going to be going through, although yours are both Apple, so they might be closer. And neither – is your iMac a retina display? Um, yeah, it's I, – I believe so. Let me, maybe it will actually say on here. I know it's not a 4K display. They had those, but those were really expensive. What good is 4K right now? Yeah, not much to me. I mean, can you get anything in 4K? Like You mean content? Yeah. Um, I think network uh Netflix has some stuff. Uh, okay, so uh, built-in display. The answer to your question is not much, uh, but they have five K, you know now, and I have. I think I don't think that's going away. I think they're really waiting for, um, you know, faster speeds and wider bandwidths to distribute this kind of content. You know, like this Google Fiber initiative, or you know, they're they're going to have to have better delivery mechanisms. To really start pushing 4K, I mean, can uh, can video. people visually see the difference between 1080p and 4K? I mean, like uh, I've you... never really done a comparison, so I, I'm I'm thinking it's dramatic, but kind of the way that you know HD, you know, 1080p was dramatic when when looking at it next to, um, you know, non. HD. I remember when HD first came out, HD video, yeah, H- I, HD displays. I can't imagine that uh, that 4K is as dramatic as standard def to, to 1080p. You really think it's that dramatic? Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like 1080p is already so crisp on a good Where do TV. you go from there? Yeah, like what? What? how much more can the human eye uh, differentiate between... Let's see, 4K versus 1080p. 
So I don't know if this is a retina display or not, because retina, unlike HD, HD has some very specific um, numbers that go with it. So you can say, yes, that's HD, just by looking at the um, uh, the number of pixels, I guess. This one says built-in display, 27-inch, 2560 by 1440. NVIDIA GeForce GT 755M, 1024 megabyte. Hmm. It's a pretty nice display. Yeah. Sounds like it. Well, that's pretty, pretty cool. I'm excited for you to get your second monitor hooked up so we can you'll you'll finally join the uh the revolution of needing more monitors. <laughs> now, are you going to try and put this monitor up on a pedestal of sorts or so that it's the same height as the 27 or are you going to leave it lower or It's what? definitely lower right now. Uh I I don't think I'm going to put it up on anything. I mean, even if I did, it's you know, overall, because it's still kind of a landscape format. Mm-hmm. So, you know, overall, the overall height of the screen, of the visible screen, is going to be shorter. So even if I raised it up, um, you know, I could either line up the bottom of each screen, the top of each screen, or put the little screen so it's kind of centered. But it still won't really match up. You know what I mean? There's going to be a difference. Yeah, on my monitors, I've got two of them are the same height, uh, although one is sitting on top of a high school yearbook of mine, and the other one's sitting on top of an HD radio receiver, but it actually makes mm. them the exact same height. And then my other, my third monitor is sitting on top of a wooden pedestal thingy that I made so I could put some of my rack-mounted equipment in. So I've got two that are the same height, one that's too high, and I'm trying to figure out a good way to remedy that because I'd like for them to all be the same height. Yeah, I think that I'll probably just going to try it for now, sitting on the desk like the other one and have it be whatever it is, see what I think. If if I'm not comfortable with that, I think really the only place to go from here is, you know, to have a monitor, another 27-inch monitor that's like the iMac, mm-hmm. which has got... That's probably that probably costs almost as much as the iMac itself. Yeah, you might as well just get buy another iMac and have them. Might as well, and that'll be my side. second screen. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's a whole other computer. I'll just boot up two computers and I'll I'll have use one for web browsing and the other one for email. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Yeah, the only diff, the only actually, it wouldn't be a terrible idea except that you have to have two keyboards and two mice. I would. I have to think there's a way you could tie the two together, to where one thing works for both maybe you'd have to do like a like a log me in or a join me or go to a meeting or something so you got vpn access over one from the other uh, <laughs> i have to vpn to my own computer from my own house right that's from, and not even nah. from different rooms they're literally side by side next to each other touching the screens are touching and you've got a vpn into it yeah that's that's an indication that Technology is winning, and we're losing. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty soon there will be Terminators here. Yes. All because you had to VPN into your own computer. Right, because I didn't buy a second monitor. I had actually bought a second 
computer. <laughs> That's when society, that was the last straw for society. Yeah. Hey, you mentioned you were going to buy a, um, an adapter to get from your second monitor hooked up. I saw it today. I was browsing around on the old Facebook, hmm. and I saw that Samsung unveiled its, its new memory technology. Something that they yeah. hope will replace a micro SD card, and they called it a UFS for Universal Flash Storage. And it really? sounds it sounds pretty cool. Uh, they say that the speeds are up to five times faster. It'll get like five hundred something megabytes per second, and it'll write uh, the writing speeds are twice as fast as micro SD. But here's the problem: it's the same size, but it does not. It's not backwards compatible. So, like, if you've got a nice digital camera or a GoPro or something like that, and you want to put in this 256-gigabyte UFS card, it'll fit, but it won't work. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Sign me up. Take my money. It seems to me that that's a bad idea. Uh, Well, see, Samsung, if if they develop this technology... um, well, I guess there are probably a number of reasons why they did not make it compatible. Mm-hmm. Maybe they couldn't for technical reasons um, because the because of the there's there's probably a set of standards that are written for like the micro SD slot, the reader, right? What, right. What that device is going to expect to see when a card is inserted. And that it's going to have limitations like, you know, speed, data transfer, power, you know, all, all these different things. So maybe they couldn't. Um, maybe it was a licensing thing. They're like, oh, well, if we make it compatible with this, then we have to pay somebody for the use of their copyright. Or maybe they're just trying to start a new, you know, something new. You know, if they own the patent on this uh, UFS memory card, um, that means anybody, any companies that want to install readers for these on their machines, like computer manufacturers or cameras or anything else, will have to pay Samsung um, in order to do that. Yeah, I just can't see um, buying a new DSLR camera or... A new cell phone or whatever, just to be able to use these cards because they're. I mean, yeah, the speeds are impressive, but there already are pretty damn fast micro SD cards that are just as big memory wise. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It just it seems like a HD DVD versus Blu-ray kind of a thing, and that one of these is clearly going to win, and micro SD clearly has a head start. Oh well, huge. It's pretty pretty well embedded in the um in the industry i mean it's universal everybody uses anything you can imagine so uh, without going through and reading all this what what are they touting as their big advantage they just say quote this is from a chinaman who works with samsung Um, why why does it have to be a chinaman well his name is jung bay lee maybe he's japanese uh could be he's a non-american with samsung wow Um, I don't mean that in a bad way. Oh, no. It's out there already. You can't. Maybe they're Vietnamese. I don't know. <laughs> I'll edit that out. Uh, <laughs> actually, I won't. I'm going to leave it. Um, 
It says, by launching our new high-capacity, high-performance UFS card lineup, we are changing the growth paradigm of the memory card market to prioritize performance and user convenience above all. Now, that's the vice president of Samsung. Now, I don't know how the user convenience part of that plays in if I've got to go buy Ooh. a new camera and drone and you know cell phone just to work or just to use this stupid, what do you call it, Uf, UFS. All right, here's here's my take on this. One, um, isn't that the name of a college in Florida? Uh, no, it's USF. Oh, 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 sorry. Okay. Um, all right. Secondly, unless they've already made um, agreements with certain manufacturers of equipment other than themselves – um, then they're counting on the marketplace to adopt their technology, right? Now, they could easily put it into their own products. Right. You know, let's say they started putting it into their, into their phones, and I think their, their uh, smartphones are pretty much... Uh... Oh, for Christ's sake. Sorry about that. I, I guess you accidentally went into pause when my phone rang. Yeah. I'm not editing that out. I'm going to leave that long ass gap. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> if Samsung were to take this technology and build it into their smartphones, um, that would be a pretty good way, I think, to kind of get it out there into the public. Let's say they don't have any agreements with any other manufacturers like GoPro cameras or DSLRs or any of these other places where you would expect, you know, this technology, if it's that great to be mm -hmm. right. So they put it out there on their products and they get people, they kind of force people to use it. And if they like it, then it would be the, the consumers that would start demanding it in other products. Yeah, but man, what a painful process that is. Yeah, I just feel like, oh man, I just to me it's not going to work. I just feel like it's it, it may some things may adopt it, but I just feel like it's not going to be so widespread. And you know, I think one thing is if they want to put it in their own, that's fine. But the downfall for them is that you can go other places and get a really nice Android phone. Like I think Samsung's probably touted as the best or seen as the best. But I mean, you can get a Google Nexus. You can get all kinds of of like really nice. Android devices, LG makes some. Um, so if you like Android and you're a Samsung person, I mean, you can go other places to get the same kind of technology. Now, if it's somebody like Apple who wanted to bring in the new technology, they very easily could because if you want Apple, you have to go to Apple. You cannot go any... There's no Chinese knockoffs. Um, I guess you can do like a Hackintosh, basically, where you make your own kind of deal, but... Uh, you've got to go with Apple to get an Apple device. So for them, it would be easier, I would think, because they don't really give a shit what all these, all these other companies are doing. No, they kind of, they kind of see the future and they just, they just create it. You know, Apple was the one who first got rid of floppy drives. Nobody could believe that they released a computer that did not have a floppy drive in it. Mm -hmm. People, people were freaking out. And then they slowly realized that, oh, we really don't need floppy drives. And now and they don't have they, started, CD they took away the CD. Yeah, they took <laughs> yeah. away the, you know, 
CDs and DVD drives. Don't need them. No. Everything's, Everything's wireless. You yep. can get everything you need off the internet. Yep. Flash drives now are better than CDs. And now all cars pretty much have a, a way to read flash drives. Uh, we work with a guy who just bought a brand new GMC truck. No CD player. Hmm. Doesn't even have one. Now I need a CD player because... No, I don't need a CD player. I have Bluetooth. Yeah, you got, you got music on your phone. Yeah. Old ass technology. Yeah, who needs that? What am I, a micro SD card? Jesus. What do I look like? Well, not knowing any of the details about, you know, who Samsung has on board to help them, you know, push this technology out to the consumer base. Um, I think we should just go ahead and declare it dead right now. Yeah, I think it's dead. It did say that it could download a full or read, I guess, a full uh, HD movie in about 10 seconds. So it's fast. Oh, yeah. But the storage is not so much better than what you can get on micro SD or any of these other um, type of cards. Right. Is that correct? It's the speed of the of the card, which I guess if you're a professional photographer, if you're shooting uh, video onto a little memory chip, which I don't know why you would do, but you know if you're shooting in super super high resolution, you know you need something fast. I guess right now micro SD is capped off around like ninety five megabytes a second or something this could go up to 530 so i mean obviously it's a big difference but uh Mm. still it's dead i um i had a dslr camera um that had a i guess it was a micro sd card in it and i do remember in certain shooting conditions um you you snap off a couple of pictures and then you have to wait right because it's like processing or you know whatever there's it won't let you it won't let you take another picture it's not a long wait but i remember having that having run into that a few times it's like ah, what's what's this all about mm-hmm. so it, it could be kind of annoying especially if you're a professional uh and you need to you know you, you can't deal with that no no so then you'd have to go out and you'd have to find a camera that has this technology in it which there are none currently i'm sure how new is this i think it's like they just revealed it like it's not even launched i think it's just revealed Hmm. unveils on friday they announced so a couple days ago that they did it they made it so you know there's that it's dead hadn't even started it's dead i yeah good for them yeah they created a dead uh, a dead thing. Idiots. So what else is going on? What do you what plans do you have coming up or what what exciting stuff have you been doing? Oh, just so many cool things. I, I don't I don't even know where to start. Why don't you go first? I went to a a restaurant over in Port Orange today, expecting mm. to have seafood, but it was brunch. So I had pancakes and I had French toast. And turkey and cheese grits. I mean, you name it, and I had it. Name something. I had it. Cheese grits. I had that. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. amazing. So that's pretty much my day. We went and did that. And then we went, me and my wife went shopping and 
you know, nothing too exciting going on for me. I'm taking tomorrow off of work, which is nice. So I'm probably going to drink tonight, maybe. Wow. Yeah. And then we're going to go do a tour of a fire station tomorrow with my kid. Oh, that's pretty cool. Pretty riveting. He's going to have fun, though. He's two. He He loves trucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Very much so. Think he'll get to, like, turn the siren on or something? I don't know. There's other kids going. So those little snot-nosed assholes will probably mess everything up for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hate Freaking. those little bastards. Yeah, kids are the worst. Other kids. Yeah, mine's good. The other kids. Uh, suck. Yeah, other people's kids. Terrible. There was a kid today at the restaurant who's coughing, <sighs> and I'm looking at him like, "Get that kid outside! What the fuck is wrong with you people?" But as we know, the kid's mom was a whore, just, just like, like her mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she's a whore because she's got a kid. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. So we know she's down to, you know, do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we we know she puts out at least yeah. once. Mm-hmm. It's like the waitress at Kobe's. She puts sure. out. Just like her mother. But we don't know what she says. <laughs> no, I have no idea what that lady says. But she comes up and talks to you every time we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, did you? I, 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 mm-hmm, I did. Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. we, we just did that. <laughs> if I won the lottery, I would open a Kobe's. So I went to a uh, Chinese restaurant. Well, yeah, what'd you get? This past week. Well, hang on a second. I'll get to that. Okay, all right. So we walk into this place, and it's like walking in to the centerfold of a modern restaurant magazine. Oh, it's like all like modern decor, clean lines, you know, very well appointed. Was this a takeout restaurant or a sit down and eat restaurant? This, this was a a nice, nice size dining room. They had a, a, a hostess to seat you. Um, it was a, it was a, you know, it was a dine-in restaurant. You could probably do takeout there too, but I mean, they they spent a lot of time and money making the interior of this restaurant very, like upscale feeling. Hmm. You know, it, it it it's very hipster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we walk in there and we're looking at the menu, and you know, the menu is is all you know, like. Choose, you know, choose your meat and then choose the flavor like teriyaki and, you know, do you want lo mein and, and, you know, this and that. And they had some sushi choices and, you know, it was all all still feeling very, very upscale and trendy. Did it say everything ready in 10 minutes? 10 (laughs) minutes. No, it did not say that. So we're all, I'm feeling like, wow, this is, you know, this is going to be all right. This is going to be pretty good. And then so we, we each order. We had a little difficulty translating the menu and figuring out how to order, you know, what, what exactly are you going to get if you order this? And if you order this, what does that include? And does, can you get shrimp and chicken? No, no shrimp and chicken. Shrimp, just shrimp. <laughs> well, whatever. So anyway, we got through that whole process. And then the food comes. And it's like, oh, 
well, this is the same thing I would have gotten if I had gone to, you know, the little hole in the wall Chinese place, uh, you know, down the street. Hmm. It was the food to me didn't seem like it was like chef prepared. It, it seemed like the basic kind of Chinese food that, you know, you would get anywhere, but it was just in a fancy upscale environment. Well, that sucks. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I see. I feel like I would expect the food to be a lot like P.F. Chang's, maybe, coming out of that P- restaurant. When when P.F. Chang's first opened, man, that place was that place was awesome. Is it I not mean, as good now? I mean, I, I didn't go when it first opened. Yeah, my um, well, the last experience I had there was okay. I think you and I went there. Probably. Did we not? I don't know. I've, that's a place we normally go for meetings too. So I don't mm. go there often, but I go there enough to where I don't remember going I, there. I always get the same thing though. Every single time. Ten minute. No, there it's more like 18 what? minute. 20 minute. Yeah. No, I um, always get, I always get the honey crispy chicken. You're probably time. okay with that. Yeah, it's good. Good enough. So the, that's disappointing though about that restaurant because at least they could plate it differently to where it looks like it's not the same, you know, fried rice and deep fried stuff. Yeah, I, I was expecting it to be more like a P.F. Chang's, you know, like this is something like we actually have a chef. We actually have like recipes and, and uh, specialties or, you know, whatever. But it, it seemed it was good. I mean, it wasn't bad. It just didn't seem special. But mm. P.F. Chang's, when, when that place first opened, it was great. I ate there a couple times, and the food, it was what I was hoping this place would be. It was, like, you know, different, and it had flavor, and they weren't, like, your standard things that you get from the Chinese food place down the street. But lately, P.F. Chang's, I think the food quality has really taken a turn. Mm. Um, I mean, I ate there one time. I just, I just got sick. Really? Yeah. Well, you have a weak stomach. I've, I've I come must to learn. have a weak stomach. I mean, you I went to know. Backyard Burger once and almost died. That's true. Have not been back. Yeah, and I've gone four more times since then and never got sick. Knock on wood. Well, you just get a milkshake. Well, sometimes. By the way, I went and got a Sonic milkshake last night and used Ooh. the big straws. Sweet. I feel like. With Sonic milkshakes, at least the ones that I've gotten the last two times, the big straws may be unnecessary for those. Why? Why do you say that? Well, they're they're a little not watery, but they're not thick. They're a little on the thin side the last couple times. Now, when they're hand spun milkshakes, I think there is room for, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Damn it. Hmm. Variants, variables. There's room for it to be thicker or thinner when it's handmade, because they don't always take the exact same amount of stuff. You know what right, I'm saying? right. But I did use the big straw. I did not use the provided straw. I scoffed at it. I did keep it though. <laughs> I kept it. In you my never car. know. Well, I mean, listen. There are plenty of times where I go to uh, uh, to like Wendy's or Burger King or wherever, and I'll get a drink, and they won't give me a damn straw. So in my car in the in the passenger door, I've got a a collection of straws and 
forks and spoons and all the, anything I get doubles of when I go to fast food I, over the last couple of years, I've thrown it in the little door pocket in my car. And, uh, so I'm prepared. I'm well prepared for anything. You give yeah, me food and no utensils and I will just get it out of my car. You know, that's probably not a bad idea that you do that. I, Cause I, I go to Chick-fil-A, uh, not, not every day, uh, but periodically mm-hmm. before work and, and I'll order something usually with a drink and, and eat on my way to work. And one time they gave me a beverage and no straw. Mm. And I got to tell you, man, that's the kind of thing that can just like ruin your day. Yep. Not my day though. No, you're, you're totally prepared for that. I am absolutely prepared. I've got, you name the restaurant. I've got straws for it. Oh, so let's say you went to Wendy's tomorrow. Mm Mm-hmm. And you ordered something and they did not give you a straw. You would rifle through your little collection until you found a Wendy's straw. Now, I wouldn't, I would not do that on my, like, I wouldn't just be like, oh, I can't use whatever random straw this is until I find a, you know, I need to find a Wendy's straw. But I could find a Wendy's straw probably pretty easily. You have like a filing system or something that you use? No. Mm -hmm. Do a decimal system, some way of organizing your straws? No. But I just know that I've got Wendy's, I've got Burger King, I've got McDonald's. Uh, probably got. That's probably about it. I don't know who else there is really. Taco Bell. Oh yeah, yeah, I've got a couple Taco Bells in there, and now I have a Sonic from last night because the, the straw, the big straw. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So did the uh, did the waitress get a load of your giant straw? Hey, hey, that's not all she got a load of. Yikes. She's a whore just like her mother. I took a big sip out of the straw, the giant straw, and I blew it in her face. Yeah, that's not the only thing she got blown in her face (laughs) because she's a whore just like her mother. Yikes. This is slowly turning into an adults only podcast. Whore. Don't let your kids listen to this. Yeah. Mom and dad. And my wife's not home, so I've got free reign to, to cuss and yell. And my kid's not here either, so she's not going to yell at me for anything, for cussing in front of him. Yes, he's speaking. Uh, he's starting to say a lot more stuff. He understands quite a bit. Right. You know, like if he wants, you know, to watch a video on the phone or something, and if he's got a couple pieces of chicken or something on his plate at dinner, I'll be like, eat the rest of your food, and then you can watch videos. And he'll inhale the food and then, like, reach for the phone. Yeah, so, so he totally gets it. Oh, yeah, he knows. And he's starting to say, um, you know, he'll say, like, truck and, you know, juice, hot, tired. He'll make all kinds of sounds. If you say, what does a fire truck say, he'll make a fire truck sound. I mean, he's he's really starting to say a lot, especially over the last couple of days. Mm. So now, What, about, when what I, about daddy? Is he saying daddy? Oh, yeah, dada is like his favorite word. Oh, Yes, yeah. of course it is. He never says mama, which drives my wife crazy. Wow. Because she is, uh, she's with him a lot more than I am because yeah. I work. She doesn't. That's right. I said it. Staying <laughs> at home with a kid is not working. So is your wife uh, one of our listeners? No, thank God. I wouldn't say uh. that if she was. No, I mean, look, <laughs> it, it's work. I'm not going to say it's not work, but it doesn't earn a paycheck. So, yeah, yeah. Well, bless his heart. 
he probably thinks about you all day. He does. We're, he he really. Dada. Yeah, and when I come home, he greets me at the door, and he's like shaking. He's so excited sometimes. Like a puppy. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, but yeah. So like when he's home, I can't be like, ah, fuck. Because <laughs> he'll say it. Yeah, or my wife will. He already doesn't say it. My wife will yell at me. But since she's not home, I can. Ah, fuck. I can yell. The neighbors may hear me, but she doesn't hear me. So that's yeah. They'll come over later and they'll be like, "Is everything okay?" Yeah. And your wife will be like, "Yeah, why? Why? Why do you ask?" Well, we just we heard a lot of loud profanity coming (laughs) from here earlier. We just wanted to make sure that you know nobody was hurt. Yeah. That is one downfall of living in a neighborhood with builder grade windows. Everyone can hear when you're loud. Yeah, one of these days I'm I want to upgrade my windows. Well, when I win the lottery, Ooh. I'm just gonna close off all the windows with concrete. Wow. Like, yeah. Quite dramatic. That that I, I would consider that as an option. I never look out them. No, it, here okay. Here's another thing about windows. Uh, you always want big, nice windows in your house, you know, that, that let in all this natural light. And then you put up blinds and you close the fucking blinds all the time. And I keep my blinds closed tightly. Uh, my, like if, if I see that they started to like, like drift open a little bit, I go up there and pull that chain snap. <laughs> just make sure that they're closed all the way. Yeah. I mean, we have uh, in our living room during the day, we'll crack the blinds about. 30% to let some light in. But then like, as soon as it starts getting dark, boom, we close them. The bedroom blinds are always closed. My office blinds are always closed. Uh, the upstairs rooms are always closed. Like there's no point to have windows. I agree. There's, I mean, like I'll, I'll look out the sliding glass door in the back sometimes, and even less often actually open it and go out that door. I never go to my backyard, but there's like the window in my bedroom. I never use that. It's just like closed. I want it as dark as possible. There's one behind my chair that I absolutely hate because it reflects in the TV. Oh, it's the worst. I wish that one were blocked off. I never look out that one. The only one I ever really look out is the one in the front of my house. And that's when I'm doing like a Gladys Kravitz looking out to see what's going on in the neighborhood, you know. Is is the Chinese food here yet? You know what's going on out there. Yeah, no, we. Uh, I I never look out the windows because it's weird. Um, well, I shouldn't say never. If I turn the sprinklers on and I just want to make sure that they have adequate pressure, I may peek through the window for a second or two. Block it off. Put a camera out there. That's right. I tried to buy cameras today, actually. Yeah. Another one of those deals that I found on the web for Walmart. Uh. And, of course, it said on the website, on Walmart's website, it said they had two of them in stock. I get to the store. They have none in stock. The lady even went in the back and searched for me. Nothing. Well, she should be able to see on her terminal. Well, I tried to get her to do that, and she wouldn't. She just kept like, ignoring my uh, my request. But And also, I didn't know what the UPC code was. And since they didn't have any on the shelf, she didn't know either. So... I guess there was a problem. I don't know. But it really fucking pissed me off. It was a four-camera system with a one-terabyte hard drive for 64 bucks. And they were What's like, the normal price? 
two seventy nine or something like that. So two hundred dollars off. Yep. That's another one of those. Sir, there is no way you're getting those cameras for $69. Well, she, the lady this time, is a different Walmart. She told me that a woman went to that store and got a, a 24-inch TV for 30 bucks, And I was like, damn it. I was like, I was looking for deals like that. And she was like, yeah. After that lady came through, I, I tried to buy them too, and we didn't have any more in stock. And she was like, I said, how are they that cheap? And she told me how, and this is how. So they did inventory at Walmart, and those were all like the straggler TVs that were left in the back that didn't uh, never got put on the sales floor, and they never were sold. But they were like the last of the stragglers before they moved on to like newer models and stuff. So after they did their inventory, they had to get all, get rid of all that stuff. So they market like a certain percentage, I guess, below uh, below wholesale. So that is how those things were so cheap. Oh, so it's basically, it's like last year's model. Yeah, which I knew. I mean, shit, I don't care. All, the newest TV in my house is like four years old anyway. Right. You know, so what, right. what the fuck do I care? It's not like it's food, like it's going to go bad. Right. I mean, it, yeah, it's not 4K, but I don't have anything. I don't even have a Blu-ray player, so I don't need anything more than just, you know, 720 or 1080, depending on the size of the TV. Right. You weren't going to buy 4K anyway, you know. Right. Yeah, I, I get you. I'm right there. That's mm-hmm. they they could probably sell those things pretty easily even without marking them down. But shh, don't tell Walmart. Oh yeah. Well, I'm not. I mean, there are still good deals on TVs. There's one today uh, at Best Buy, a 49 inch Toshiba TV for 250 bucks. I mean, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. So I thought uh, I thought you were going to pull the trigger on the TV thing. How's that going? Well, I really want to find a. Good deal on a giant TV. Oh, mm-hmm. like meaning 50 or more? Yeah. And 49 is just, ugh. you know, that's kind of small. 50 is awesome, but 49. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's kind of small. So uh, what, uh, let's take a look here. What are the going, going prices, going rates for like 60 inch TVs? Well, if you can find one on sale, pretty damn low. What about Amazon? Do they uh, are they competitive in the TV market? They will match advertised prices, but they will not match what they claim to be pricing errors. So I don't know. I wonder how much money I have. I wonder if I can go buy this forty nine inch TV, sixty inch televisions. At Amazon.com. Let's sort by price. Cheapest 60-inch television that they have is $202. Oh, wait. That's a 40-inch. How, how does that happen when I searched for 60? I was just about to say, what TV is that? And order me one. Right, so 60. Because I don't have Amazon Prime anymore. Um, <laughs> this is funny. So here's the first, the cheapest one. It's a Samsung 50 inch 1080p smart LED TV. It's the 2015 model. They have four new for four ninety seven ninety nine, mm-hmm. and four used for five eighteen fifty. <laughs> Why would you do that? That's pretty funny. 
So it looks like 500 bucks. There's several here for 500 bucks. There's 550, 600, 650. But I mean, you could go to Walmart right now and get a 50 inch for less than uh, less than 500. Yeah. Like, well, then this is a waste of time. It's a huge waste of time. I don't even know why I'm doing this. I, yeah, I tried telling you. Stop. Don't. So, like, let's see. Let me find this slick deals deal that I saw. Uh, I'm probably not going to find it now. I saw a lot of curved TVs seem to be the new thing. Which way are they curved? Are they curved like? The corners are closer to you than the middle. Does that make sense? Yeah, so it's a, a concave right. kind of curve. Mm-hmm. Mm. How does that help? I don't know. My wife asked me the same question when we were there today at, at the Walmart. I don't know how that helps. I frankly don't. It doesn't look any different to me. Now, if it curved all the way around the room so that you were sitting in the center of a giant, you were like immersed in this environment that was all around you, then that would be something. Yeah. So here's a 50-inch 50 50 inch sharp 1080p. Um, Roku Smart HDTV, so it's got like a built-in Roku, basically, for three forty-nine. What's the model? Is it the LC dash sixty EQ? No, it's the LC dash fifty LB four eight one U. Oh, it, well, that's a fifty-inch. Yeah, that's what I said. Well, I'm looking at sixty-inch TVs because that's what you said you wanted. Oh. Well, here's a. 65-inch 4K Smart 3D OLED HDTV for $2,900. Jeez. <laughs> that sounds like it's a bit out of your price range. Yeah. Yeah, no, these are 60-inch TVs that I was talking about on Amazon that start about $500. Oh. And that Sharp that you were just looking at, the 60-inch model is 500 bucks. Yeah. I don't have money for that. I'm also thinking about changing my microphone that I'm using for podcasts. Changing it to what? Well, I've got an SM7A. Ooh. I've got one of those, but whenever I plug it in, I get... Whoa, shit, I just yanked my headphones out of my head. Hang on. So whenever I use my, my SM7, I get like a buzz, and I don't like that. And well, then... That, that, that can't be the microphone's problem. Is it, is it new, or is it no, something you took one. out of the trash can? Yeah, no, it's, it's an old beat-up thing. It's all dented and... Though if you wiggle the cable, it cuts in and out sometimes. Oh, well, that may just be a wiring problem. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Mm-hmm. And then I've also got an old RE20 Ooh. that the foam is bad, but as long as I don't move it, it shouldn't really matter too much. You mean like the internal foam, you mean? Yeah. Uh. But a lot of those old ones, they are, and they're still in use in a lot of places. Yeah, you can get them rebuilt. They'll... Um, they'll like refurb them at the factory. I don't know that I would attempt that at home. Well, I have two, so unless I, you unless they sell like a kit, they do sell a kit. Okay. They, you can you can order the foam. Ah. However, 
it's a little more in depth than I thought because you have to like unwrap some copper wires that they've got and uh, do all kinds of stuff. So I pretty much fucked one up, I think, trying. Yeah. Not good. No. But I think I'm going to try the old RE20. And I don't know why. I think this one sounds okay. Oh, yeah. The one you're using now? What is it? Uh, is it the Chinese one? A Huhu. B- the gold, the uh, golden condenser mic? Yeah. A Huhu BM800. Yeah, I think it sounds pretty good. Yeah. I mean, for being a... You know, it sounds better than the piece of crap I'm using. Yeah, there's no background noise here. It's background noise there. Yeah, but I think there, there's the, the background noise is always going to be here. The problem is I don't have a mic processor to eliminate the background noise. Plus, your uh, you well, you could, but you like to be mobile. Oh well, yeah, I could. I mean. <laughs> I could do anything, right? I mean, <laughs> I, I could I could build a separate building just to do this podcast, right? Um, but yeah, I was hoping to be mobile. But you know, now that I have a new my new desk, I have a lot more space here now to do stuff. Yeah, I mean, I could actually put, you know, like a mixer here, and you know, I could actually do stuff. Yeah, you can get you just a little mixer and pop that bad boy up there. And yeah, mic processor. Do you have a mic processor? Yeah, a DBX something. DBX are okay. DBX are pretty good. That's I consider those to be um, kind of like a prosumer. Yeah, I thing. mean it's like a high end consumer grade thing, or you know, low end professional. It's pretty much good for what we're doing. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's not. I wouldn't trust it for. Uh, you know, like big time radio. Not that I wouldn't trust it, but I just feel like there are better ones out there. I've seen them. But, I, I've seen them. I've seen studios with DBX processors in them. Yeah, but I mean, for what I'm doing, I mean, I think it sounds fine. I've got a pretty good uh, array of things I can do with it. So, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know what to do about this TV thing. I'm on a TV. Well, kit. you have to let it bug you for a while. You have to let it bother you for long enough that when you finally do get it that you really feel that gratification yeah like ah, i've been been thinking about this for two years i finally got it i feel so awesome then no because the problem is then then i will immediately uh want to upgrade move on to the next project Like, if I move on to the next project now without accomplishing this one, I'll be fine. I just don't know what the next project is. Because I've already abandoned my electrical issue project. Yeah, I think that was the the right thing to do. I still want it to be fixed. I just, I don't know what to do. I mean, I'm I'm at an impasse with it. There's nothing else I, I can personally do. Yeah, well, I mean, you've done what you've done is really identify what's going on. I mean, you spent a lot of time and did a lot of experiments and, you know, tests. You figured out, I think you know what's happening now. I just don't know where they're supposed to be tied to. Like, which, what, where does it come from? And why is it not getting to the outlets that don't work? Well, you also discovered 
the switch for your ceiling fan is in another room somewhere. Right, which when I put my fan my fan up, the switch that controls the red wire, this the way this fan works with a uh, remote, it does not require the red wire. So I capped off the red wire and then taped the crap out of the cap to make sure it would stay on. And uh, so now that switch does nothing for anything. Mm-hmm. Which is good. I didn't want to have to rely on a switch in a different room. Yeah, I think you discovered it was because somebody took a wall out and clo- closed made one room into two rooms or something. Yeah, I think they added the wall. They did right. A, they did a good job if they added it post-construction. I mean, I'm looking up at the ceiling, like where the walls meet and then the corners, and I mean, the molding all matches and stuff, and they did a good job. Yeah, they just didn't, uh, they didn't pay attention to the electrical. Yeah, and there are wires. I can see the wires that go to the different... They go to the different outlets. It just doesn't freaking work. I don't know why. They're, they're not. None of them are hot. Yeah, this is a problem. This is uh, this is like poltergeist. Do you want a you, thirty? You want a free thirty-two inch TV? By the way, do I want a free thirty-two inch TV? Yeah, I'd be a fool to say no to that. Awesome. It's yours. What? What? How am I getting a free 32-inch TV? Well, because somebody gave me one, and I don't want it. Oh, no, 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 no. Thank you. <laughs> no, you already no, said yes. Oh, thank you. You already said yes, and there's no good No, thank you. I, I am not interested in somebody else's junk. It works. Yeah, that, thanks. Thanks anyway. Nope, you already said, you yeah, already said it's going to be sitting by your truck on Tuesday. You're going to have to take it. I will throw it in the dumpster. <laughs> You're going to have to take it. I also have an old mixer you can have, too. Yeah, thanks. I, if I it, that that sounds like it could possibly be my next project. Well, I mean, this mixer is. Um, if we're serious about this podcast, it's a Panasonic something. It was an old road mixer used for producing magic games. <sighs> <laughs> I, I think I'm at the point in my life now where I, I can just get new shit. It's the one that you gave me. <laughs> oh, I gave you that. Yeah. And you said no givebacks. Oh, that Panasonic mixer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no givebacks. That it, was that wasn't a bad. That mixer served its purpose. It served me well. Yeah, it served me well too in the beginning as well, and uh, it still works just fine. It's just the the problem with using an older mixer like that is There's no USB and right connecting it to the computer is the issue. Yeah, there was no provision for that back in those days. No, and I mean, like, it, you can connect it to the computer now, but you have to have an interface to get it to the computer. And at that point, you might as well just get a mixer that's made for it because it's the when same I, price. When I bought that mixer, we weren't even using Windows. We were running DOS. Jeez. Very few people had computers. And um, those that did, we, we, we had programs like WordPerfect. Yep, I remember which, that which was like a spreadsheet program, but it ran in DOS. I mean, there was no, there was no, this was not a windows environment that we worked in. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that mixer had no, nobody had, was even close to saying, Hey, we could combine this audio mixer technology with a computer somehow, and then maybe develop some kind of software or something to make it useful in a computer. 
after environment. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't even being thought about yet. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, but those things worked though. I mean, that. I mean, look how old is that mixer from the eighties? Nineteen eighty-eight. I bought that when the Magic uh, first started. Yeah, so, so twenty eighty-nine. Yeah, eighty-nine. Twenty-something years ago. I mean, that thing still works just fine. Yep. It was built to last. While the ones today probably are not built the same. Yeah, that's a lot closer to thirty years. Yeah. It is it twenty-seven. I don't math, so I don't know. You don't math? No, yeah, it's it's coming up. When when the last number in the year gets to the same as the last number of the year that I bought it, like if it was eighty-eight, when this gets up, when this year has a number that ends in eight, uh, that'll be thirty years. Wow. So yeah, it's like twenty-six and twenty-seven and a half years old. It's older than my sister. Wow, your sister was born before the magic or after. The mm-hmm. magic or older. Now, she was born in 88. So, September. When, when was the first year of the magic played? Uh, oh, God, I have to Google this. Google schmoogle. Uh, let me ask Siri. No, I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> that whore doesn't know. Or her mother. Window magic. Nineteen eighty nine. Nineteen eighty nine. So that's uh, that's the approximate age of that thing. So the technology's changed quite a bit. So yeah, I'd probably go with something a little bit more, you know, modern. If I were going to do that, mm-hmm. which would mean I'd have to get a microphone and you know. The whole shooting match. No, you wouldn't have to do. It. I mean, I've I've got the SM7 and the RE20. And yeah, but didn't you say that they they all have terrible problems? They suck. Well, no. I mean, I th- I think they're fine. I mean, the, the SM7 may need a wire. We're gonna rewind this and go back and listen. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you said, "Oh, this one's got a buzz, and this one's got broken wires because I tried to replace." Hold the on, phone, gonna, hold I think on. I, I, I think I broke it. I'm getting a microphone. Hold on. Let me get both. Yeah. I'll just get a, I'll just get a microphone. Hold on. I think I can just buy a microphone, Nick. It's okay. Okay. I'm back. And so here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna unplug this microphone and plug in the RE20. Hold on. Let's see how it sounds. Hold on. La, la, la. Hello, hello, hello. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it's the RE20. Yeah, there's no way I'm buying that or taking that thing. Why? That sounds, sounds like shit. What does it sound like? It's like really tinny. It sounds worse than my oh. microphone that I'm using. Hold on. Oh, I hear a weird buzz, too. Oh, God, let me unplug this. Oh, oh this is terrible. Oh, I can't even, can't even listen to this. This one has a buzz too. Which one is this? The SM7. Yeah, I, I'll just buy a microphone. It's okay. 
It's okay. When I tap it, he gets okay. Hold on, man. Holy smokes! Okay, I'm back. Yeah. So you still want me to use that stuff? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> you just want me to sound terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta know my place. Yeah, you're the, and this is Brian. I'm the, yeah, I'm the second guy. This is my podcast. There's no way I'm gonna sound better than you on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're trying to sabotage my career. Basically, before it even gets started, really. Yeah. All right, well, well, let's wrap this piece of crap up. Yeah. How long has it been? Too long. Too long. Hour and nine minutes. Yikes. Yeah. All right. We don't want to get kicked off of Facebook. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you all next time. All right. See ya.